When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Yo, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on A Long Walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Every single morning, 9.45 a.m., this thing is live on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Today on the show, looks a little different, only because all my camera equipment is over at Mall of America at House of Comedy. But today on the show, Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Also, in my day, a prodigy sang Firestarter. But first, let's get to some live dates. We're going to chat for just a moment about last night. If uh, you are around, I didn't uh, I didn't promote this too hard, only because I wanted people to come last night. But uh, I'm going to be at House of Comedy again for the entire week. That is going down on uh, tonight, Thursday, one show, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Uh, I'm not going to be headlining. I'm going to be featuring for those shows for a guy named Lil Sasquatch. Hey, man, we said nowadays there is a niche for everybody. I looked this dude up. Fucking he's legit. He's got a huge following. Had no idea. I'd never even heard of this guy. But also, I've also been downtown Minneapolis and seen the the state theater has a liner on the block. And I look up at the marquee and I'm like, who the hell is that guy? My daughter's like, oh, that guy's on TikTok. I'm like, what does he do? He's funny. Okay, how come I've never heard of him? I don't know. I'll look him up. 3.9 million followers. What the fuck? What? All right. I guess we go for it then. No, but uh, that'll be fun. House of Comedy uh, tonight through Saturday. December 3rd, Vulcan Gas Company, Austin, Texas. There's a few shows in November. I got to get all the dates. I got to get all the... I, I don't know. I get all this shit on my calendar, and then I look at it like 72 hours before I'm supposed to be at the venue, and I'm like, oh, shit. I totally forgot that I have to be in this city. God damn it. Um, First and foremost, number one, out the gate. Thank you to everybody who came out last night. God damn it, man. Oh, it was incredible. I wish I would have had... Oh, excuse me. I wish I would have had some audio and video all ready to go this morning, but I got up and immediately started working so I can just get shit done, take a nap this afternoon. I mean, the crowd last night, you guys, I mean, Jesus. I can't, I don't even know what the pre-sale numbers were, but they said it's one of the biggest Wednesdays they've had in years at House of Comedy. So the fact that you guys, you know, came through, Jesus, man. It's almost as if I got off stage last night, and I heard Bill Burr talk about this a long time ago, and Bill Burr had made the comment about, 
you didn't crush, you got through it. There's a big difference between the two. You didn't crush, you got through it. And last night, even though I've had like other headlining sets in other clubs where I'm like, that went well, it always felt like I got through it. Like you just got to the end. You were like, okay, great. I got to the end. But last night genuinely felt like that was the first night I've ever done more than, you know, 30 minutes and then just annihilated. You guys were awesome on fire last night. Going on board with all sorts of shit. Some of those jokes, I'm like, I, I've never told this on stage before, but we're going to see where it goes. And it killed. Damn, dude. So thank you very much. I'm so afraid that, that it will never be as good as it was last night. <laughs> I have a terrible feeling that last night was the peak. That's the crest, my friend. It is all downhill from here. You, yep, you did it, and now it's done. So congratulations. Hope it was worth the ride. But man, everybody who came out, a couple people on the live feed today. Danny, thank you so much for coming last night. Um, Scooter, so, so sad to miss it. Uh, I popped a rib out of place. Oh, my God. So sorry to hear that. Yikes. Tara, we had a great time. Yeah, it was great. You guys were awesome last night, man. Enjoying it. Kimberly, thank you so much for coming to the show. MJ and Katie were there last night. One of my best friends, a guy that I have, I have, I mean, I've been up and down the 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 radio spectrum with this dude. One of my good friends, Adrian Stumpf. I've talked about Adrian. Adrian's dad was the one who... His dad was a um, Medal of Honor recipient, one of the last remaining. There's only a few remaining from Vietnam. And his dad was a guy that like saved like 13 lives. Just a badass of a dude. And he drove all the way from uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin last night to be at the show. I had no idea he was there. And... After the show, I was standing out front, just like shaking hands, thanking everybody who came. And when I saw that dude, man, I, I had tears in my eyes. I was like, man, that, I mean, to, to make, it's, it's, you know, close to 2.15 to be able to drive all the way here and then to turn your ass around at 9.30, drive all the way back. I'm like, dude, that is just incredibly fucking generous of you. Your time, man. It was really, uh, it was very special. Last night was just like one of those very incredible special evenings that I don't think I'll ever forget. Like I've had other headlining sets other places and Adam Ray, who I've, I mean, not only have I worked for this guy, but I've also just like treated him as a mentor for so long. Adam sent me a message after he found out that this show was going down and he said, hey man, um, regardless of what happens, I just, just remember you will always remember the first one. And I was like, I kind of took that as like, yeah, I get it. The, um, you can make this or break this. This will be up to you. But either way, you will always remember the first one. And I don't know if I could have had a better first time headlining. I mean, really, it, it's the club that it it's where it started. I mean, I know that there's, if I were to go back, because I don't remember any of that stuff. I, it's weird when comics are like, this is my comedy anniversary. This was the first day I ever got on stage. I'm like, I have no fucking idea when that happened, where I, where I was when I got up on stage for the first time. I don't remember any of that shit. 
I don't remember the place. I don't remember the date. I don't. I don't remember the time. I don't know. It's like a. It's like a goldfish. You only remember like the last three seconds. That's as. It's a good way to live. Terrible way to keep track of your keys, but it's a good way to live. Uh, Mira, Scooter, wow, I hope you're doing better today. Yeah, absolutely, Scooter. Jesus. I couldn't imagine popping a rib out of place. Although, to be honest, I mean, listen, you might have popped a rib out of place, but was it 43 minutes of comedy? I mean, let's be honest here. Who really put the work in? (laughs) I'm exhausted, man. I am exhausted from last night. Just spent. And I... I don't really drink during the week, but last night I wanted to celebrate, so I uh, I appreciate it. Everybody who came, man, bought a drink for me afterwards. Probably didn't need that, but oh my goodness, yeah, late. It was a late one last night. Jesus Christ! All right, let's get into uh, let's get into some news, huh? Find out what's going down in the world. A woman hiking alone in Caprock Canyon State Park. This was down in Texas. Was filming just a small herd of buffalo, just a few bisons. Bison or bisons? Bison. You say it's bison, right? Yeah, bisons is weird. Bison. Yeah, it's it's like uh, moose. There's a there's a few moose over there. You can't say mooses. That's weird. I think Brian Regan's got that bit about mooses. Boxing. <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh, this lady was. I tried to watch the clip. I the the anxiety, the anticipation of watching the clip. I had to turn it off. I couldn't do it. But the audio, I'll definitely play for you. Uh, lady was out, you know, filming herself at a park alone, hiking. She runs into a herd of bison, and obviously something terrible happened. Because why the fuck else would I be playing this this audio for you? There you go. Keep going. I don't want to deal with them. I just want to go by. Come on, keep going. I just want to get by, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. Didn't want to go through the bushes again. Oh, Oh, my God! Oh, my God! See? That's why I can't watch these goddamn videos! <laughs> a woman got gored last night. Not last night, but in the video. She got g- filming herself trying to hang out with the bison. We've seen how this shit goes down. I saw Joe Rogan the other day on Instagram and posted a video of a guy holding out his cell phone and a 9mm at a mountain lion that is stalking him. The mountain lion goes to pounce and the guy finally shoots it, or shoots at it, shoots right over it. And then the mountain lion still keeps coming back. Put the fucking phone down, dude. I wouldn't have even taken out the phone. I would have just filled that cat filled with hot lead and then got the fuck out of there. I would never go hiking again. What are you doing? Oh my god. Scared the shit out of me. I can't I can't watch that stuff. It's the anticipation of it. You just sit and you're like, when's this gonna happen? When's it gonna she took a fucking horn to the side. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't do it. There's no way. Oh, I hate that feeling. Also, I brought this up when I was in Denver. Meet me at camera one. What's up with hot chicks hiking? 
When did that become a thing? We were hiking up the Rocky Mountains just outside of Estes Park. And every third girl looked like she was like the fittest yoga instructor ever. They're like 23. Remember when women who hiked were just like gals named Ruth? Who just wore like, you know, giant hats to help keep out the sun. And they had those weird like ski pole walking sticks. And they... These gals, like, have the cutest goddamn hiking boots you've ever seen. And then it dawns on me. I'm halfway down the mountain. And I'm like, how is it that we've seen all these, like, super good-looking people going... Good-looking people don't hike. You don't have to hike. You're good-looking. That's why, like, when we were in San Francisco and we saw those dudes in Golden Gate Park LARPing, live-action role-playing, they were fucking hitting each other with foam swords. There was one girl in the mix who looked like somebody had torn her off the cover of Maxim magazine. She had on like a weird like shield and a foam sword and she's out there foam sorting it up with all these other virgins. I'm like, you do know you're hot. Why are you here? You're a smoke show. You don't need to be here. Get the f- Go do something that hot people do. You don't need to hike. You don't need to hit another weird pimply kid with a foam sword. You're good looking. This shit is for people like us. We hike. We hit each other. Okay, I don't hit people with foam swords. But what I'm saying is when did hot people start doing this shit? Knock it off. I'm coming down the mountain and like, I swear to God, like every third girl is just like 22 years old, a size negative one, super tight yoga pants, cute hiking boots, crop top. It's like 54 degrees. They don't care. And then it dawned on me, Instagram. That's why good looking people hike. They get to the top of that mountain. They can take a picture and go, look at what I do. I'm doing cooler shit than the rest of y'all. That's why good looking people hike. Get the fuck off the mountain. Stop hitting dudes with foam swords. You're hot. You don't need to do this. <laughs> Stop it. You were dealt a really kick-ass card. Go find something else to do. I'm blown away by it, man. And it'd be one thing if you heard about like, hey, did you hear about that uh, gal who's LARPing? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I heard she makes like, like $3 million a month from LARPing. I get the girl who plays video games on Twitch. That I get. You make money off of it. You're ridiculously hot. Dudes will follow you. I get it. I get that life. But a gal who's a 10 going out there with a foam sword and just like saying, art thou? (laughs) And dudes that she would never give a chance to. I'm like, you really? I I kept thinking there's got to be a story here. Her dad was into LARPing. Maybe she had a brother who was, you know, who who passed away unceremoniously. So she posthumously goes out there with his friends to keep his legacy. There's got to be something. Because the second she puts down the foam shield, she's got to be going out to the clubs and hanging out at like rich dudes palaces. There's not a chance in hell. There's no way that you grow up at, listen, Everybody who does weird, dorky shit when they're a kid. But some people grow out of it once they realize, like, 
oh, I'm getting paid attention to and don't have to go do this weird dorky stuff anymore. I'd, I'd love to sit down and pick this woman's brain and be like, I need to know why are you here? There's got to be a story. There's not a chance in hell that this woman is just like, I don't know. I'm just like super into the Renaissance. A totally um, Instagram Renaissance. It doesn't exist. There's no way. You get to the top of that mountain so you can post it on Instagram. I don't understand the LARPing thing. <laughs> I'm going to go to my grave wondering why this woman was out there with all these other dudes. Just, you know, like the wooden stick with the pony head on the top. She had one of those with a sword and she was poking other dudes. I don't get it. I'm floored by it. Anyway, I know I sound like an asshole when I say this stuff. I 100% understand that people look at me and go, well, maybe she's just trying to like break social norms. Maybe she's just trying to do something that, other I, yes, I understand all of that. But my brain does not put two and two together as to why it is that this gal is out there with those dudes. I don't get it. I'm just saying. Five-year-old Italian prodigy walking through Mozart. This kid, Jesus Christ. Uh, little tiny blonde haired I, I listened to it at first. It said something like, listen to this audio. So I listened to the audio. And I'm like, okay, that's a kid. Somebody playing Mozart. And then they're like, oh, oh, here's the deal. Actually, you know what? Here, I'm going to do it exactly the way they did it for me. I want you guys to listen to this, and then I'll explain it here in just a second. Okay, that's enough. That, as you heard, comes from the fingers of a five-year-old. A five-year-old Italian boy. Five. Fuck. I watched that video and was like, listen, there's a lot of people out there that can do a lot of cool shit. But at five years old, when your brain has the capacity to be, to be able to do that, and then I realized like, oh yeah, that's who should be doing that shit. Their brains are super mushy. Their fingers at that point, at five years old, pretty... You know, eh, pretty malleable. That's who should be doing it. Imagine what that kid's gonna be like. He's gonna be bored with all that shit by the time he's like ten. He's gonna be like, I, I can do, I, I can do this in my sleep. I do like the stories every once in a while about you know you hear about like ah you know like Jim and his buddies were having a bachelor party and you know they were at the Venetian in Vegas and they jumped into the low end of the pool and. Jim fucking thought it was the deep end and he hit his head and then, you know, you hear those stories all the time. But every once in a while, some dude will get his bell rung and next thing you know, he wakes up and he's like, I can play the piano. And they're like, what do you mean you can't play? He's like, I can play the piano. And they're like, hey, come on down to the lobby, Jim. So they bring his ass down to the lobby and they go over that velvet rope and they sit down at that piano that Liberace used to, used to sit at. And then Jim plays the fucking piano. And you're like, Jim, you still got a little bit of blood coming out of your ear, man. He's like, yeah, 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 it's fine. Listen to this. You're like, holy shit, that's amazing. Listen, kids, let me tell you something. Meet me at camera two. Don't try. Just every six months, walk into an I-beam... 
or go to a Cub Foods late at night when they got the pallet jacks out and they're putting up all the uh, giant pallets of cereal and uh, walk yourself into one of those giant, you know, forklifts or, or hit your head. And maybe you too could also play piano that well. I'm just saying, why try? There's not a chance in hell that I could ever sit down and knock out Mozart on a piano trying to do it. It's going to take a bachelor party, shallow end of the pool at the Venetian, me diving in head first after somebody throws a bush light in there. That's what it's going to take for me to be able to sit down and tickle the ivories like a champion. Don't try. Just every six months, have somebody hit you with a two-by-four, and maybe you'll jar something loose like how to juggle and ride a unicycle at the same time. I'm just saying, why try? <laughs> why try? Uh, Sally, that's crazy. He'll end up being a welder if he's done with the piano uh, just to play at parties occasionally. Good living, too. I, I, that's a very goodwill hunting. Guy can do math in his head, decides to be a janitor and drink with his buddies. You know what I wish? I wish one day I come here. I open that door and you ain't fucking there. Is that how it goes? I don't know. How you like them apples? All right, guys. Uh, tonight, Thursday, it's going to be at House of Comedy. Tonight, featuring there, uh, show is at 7.30, and then two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Uh, tonight is 7.30, 7 to 9.30 on both Friday and Saturday. Again, thank you guys so much to everybody who came out to House of Comedy last night. It was an absolute treat, just a stunning evening, one of the best I've ever had. That's Listen, it's the new bar for me. It really is. And uh, I pray to God that it wasn't a one and done. <laughs> I pray to God because it was, uh, it really was. It was an amazing evening. So thank you guys very much for coming out. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher and every single morning, 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs> the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.